0: Well, hello there, Kansas City. Stephen St. John here with another episode of Hot Mike with SSJ. And we are sponsored by no one. Why? I don't know. If you are interested in uh, partnering with uh, me and with Sports Radio 810 and Union Broadcasting on Hot Mike with SSJ, all you have to do is send me an email, John at 810whb.com, and we will hook you up. All right. uh, today, my guest is Todd Lebo. This will not be a lengthy episode. Like Last episode was like 90 fucking minutes. It was too long. Um, this episode will be under 30 minutes. This is a quickie. This is what they call it. An afternoon delight. Todd, we covered the Chiefs' loss to the Buffalo Bills out at Arrowhead Stadium this past Sunday. Mm-hmm. And we had quite an experience after the game in the interview room, where you see Andy Reid, Patrick Mahomes, and uh, different players uh, speak to the media when they stand at the podium—not in the locker room, but it's what's, what rooms did it call? It—it's got a name. I think they just call it the uh, interview room. It's—it's okay. it's the exact. It used to be, if you want to go
1: back in the day, right? It was the it was the team meeting room for like back when oh. Grunty would play. That was where that was when we would go down there for press conferences. Gunther and would get up there and talk. Gunther would talk. That's mm. where. That's where I believe Bob Moore said Charlie Baish was that in that right? room. I think that was in that room. Very good. But when they renovated the stadium, they redid it and they, you know, they mm. kind of squeezed it together. It, it couldn't, couldn't hold a football a whole football team now, right? So they kind of squeezed it together. And if anyone is fancy enough to be have been down in that bar area where you see the players walk up right. after the game, it's just next to that. So that's where the press conferences happen after the game. And the only other time, uh, I. Been in there, they do some week of press conferences during the postseason.
0: Okay. Because that's where oh, you that's know, right. the, yeah.
1: the league comes in and they take it over and they say, This little box they put you guys in is too small. Right. Let's go to the stadium and they have to drive the players up there. And um, that's where your back went out several years ago, up there while that's we're right. during the playoff week and I have that picture of you leaned against the wall. That was up in the uh, in the press
0: box. Yeah, oh, yeah, we were
1: there to go down to that room. Right. So, it's the interview room we'll call it, It's the post-game interview room. It's the same it's got a little background up there, it's got a, a wooden podium and it, when you go in there after the game, it's it is interesting when when coach and Patrick are there there, there are uh, you know, Clark Hunt will be in there, Gracie Hunt, members of the Hunt family will sit she likes near sit the back. There. They sit and they 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 watch the thing happen and it's weird and then when those guys are done, they leave. They don't watch the other people, but whatever. I don't know. It's just a weird thing in there. The cameras are all in the back. We, the rule is, coaches is head to the podium. If the door closes, you right. ain't in there. So, so you stayed in the locker room, right? And I hustled my little butt
0: up into the podium to uh, hear Andy Reed. To get was an embarrassment, right? You know? uh, so let's give people a little peek behind the curtain. So you, you show up at Arrowhead, you go through security, and you go up to the uh, to the press box area. What's to What's the, the game? first thing you do? Get a hot meal, right? Oh, I good know. food, sure. So we set up beef tips, and we see, we have good seats. Uh, late, I waited box. for you to eat last time. Well, I called you. I said, "Are you getting?" And here? then I had to wait I'm for you because you talked to some fucking guy for twenty minutes. I talked to this man Brian
1: Neal from Sports for how USA. Long? He's lining my pockets. But how long did you? Five talk Five minutes. To him? We oh, talked about an Italian
0: vacation. I walked through there, saw you, got my food in the buffet, came back to my seat, went to the bathroom, washed my hands, came back to my seat. Got a plate of fresh fruit, came down to my seat. You were still talking to this fucking guy. Hey, here's the deal. And so I started eating some beef tips. How about this? You made me wait. I'll yeah, make whatever. you wait. But I didn't. So we had a sirloin tips and rice with green beans and delicious fresh no fruit. No one bothered us. We just it was sat very there and good. Eight. We sat and ate. So you eat. We had a you, Sunday meal, family right. meal. And then you watch the game. At halftime, they served chicken tenders and hot dogs. I, did, I had another plate of uh, ice cold fruit. It was delicious. You also infused Berries, your tea with yeah. a berry. And so we're watching the game, disappointing game. Chiefs lose to the Bills. Remember and- that time Travis Kelsey threw the ball back to Kadarius mm-hmm. Tony? Mm-hmm. Didn't count. Oh. And so uh, then what you do is after that you uh, get in the elevator and go down to the bottom floor into the bowels of Arrowhead. And as Todd mentioned, there's that interview room, and you go in there and, and you have equipment set up to. Rec- that's where all the cameras are and all the people are to record the podium interviews, which is always Andy Reid, Patrick Mahomes and then whatever one, two, or three players have an impact in that game that people want to talk to. So when you are selected to go to the podium, like, say, this uh, this week it was – Rasheed uh, Rice. Yeah, right. It was, it was Andy Reid, Patrick Mahomes, Chris Jones, Rasheed Rice. When you go into the locker room, you can't talk to the guys that are going to the podium, okay? You can't try to get one-on-one interviews or uh, group interviews – you have to wait for them to go to the podium. So Crums. Then what we do is right across from that locker room club. What the fuck's it called? I, is it? I think it's called the, it's not called the field club. Arrowhead club. How maybe? do you get in know. there, by the way? You, I think it's, a,
1: it's probably people, it's an additional ticket. They probably, they don't sit there during the game. I think they're like maybe up in club level. How much does that cost? I don't know. It's a cool thing though. You ever done that? Because you, you walk, you see the players yeah, the walk players off the field. Walk off the field, and they high five people. You've probably seen that. You've streamed it live before sure. on on Facebook and stuff. And there's beers in there, and you know there's there's all the other games are on. I remember last year it was wild. We were all waiting in line right. to go into the to the Chiefs locker room while that crazy Bills Vikings game was happening. Mm-hmm. Remember the one where like. They fumbled the ball Justin to one Jefferson, yard line. All yeah. that shit happened. So the Chiefs game was over and everyone is in line watching this. Chiefs players were coming out. They'd already showered. They're right. like, what the fuck's happened in this game? I remember Patrick walking by. They fumbled the ball. It was crazy. So it's a weird, it's a lot of energy right there because there's fans. Right. There's
0: there's there's players, there's family, and there's media
1: all right in that little bowl.
0: So you have to line up as a member of the media if you want to go in the locker. Like room. Like you're going to the bathroom and like elementary right. school. But like this line was really long because there was a lengthy wait to get in. There's a cooling off period of around 15 or minutes or so after the players coming off the field, and they go in there, shower, whatever, get treatment, and then they open the locker room. Okay, and so we were in line with about 30, 35, 40 media members. You have to have your credential and everything else. Check your pass. Check your pass, and you go, and then you're in the locker room. And all the players are getting dressed or coming out of the shower or coming coming back from treatment and it's a free-for-all, you go up and, and you just try to get interviews with different players. Like, certain players are always talk. Like Justin Reed will always talk. Willie Gay Jr. will usually talk. Uh, Mike Dana will always talk. Uh, there's certain players, if you want, like Trey Smith usually makes himself available. There's certain guys you can rely on. Well, they're, Justin Reed's number one. He'll always mm-hmm. talk, right? And then depending on the kind of game uh, that just was played, if the Chiefs win and everyone's in a good mood, more guys talk. Yeah. With what happened against Buffalo, not very fucking many people are gonna talk. Couldn't you find any job. wide receivers. You got plenty of work done in there. Yes, I did get a lot of good interviews. The defense, man, Willie Gay, uh Justin Reed, Trent McDuffie was really good. Uh Jet McKinnon did talk. Wanye Morris, I for for a loss, I got way more than I thought I would. Had a chance to ask every one of those players what the reaction was to Mahomes' blow up and everything else. And so that provides us content not only for clips, but we can play the whole interview. I send those interviews to Todd and to Jake and Josh Briscoe and Dylan Michaels, and then they play, and I sat and listened in the the car. They played all those interviews Mm -hmm. on the post-game show. Then we play them the next day. We have those available. So while that's happening, the second they say coach is ready,
1: if you want to go ask coach questions, you have to leave. You can't do both. That's why it's a two-man job. So we – I, I went in there and I got there just in time because he was right. obviously hot.
0: So Todd goes in. So Todd goes into the interview room. I stay in the locker room to try to get more uh, player sound and player interviews. Todd goes in to the interview room so he could be there not only to hear what Andy Reid, Patrick Mahomes, and those players had to say, but also to ask questions that he wants to ask of those players. And first, Andy Reid was in there and he was steaming. He was he was steaming. He's you know he he mentioned that it was a bit of an embarrassment for the league. Uh, he, you know,
1: he no questioned me and another guy, or no, you know, next questioned us. You know, just what was the, he what was, was the question he asked? I'll, I, I'll tell you. I, I just asked him. Uh, I asked him if that was a freelance play by Travis. People wanted to know, you know, about the play after the the penalty.
0: And I'm paraphrasing. He said, I "Can't believe you're asking that right now." Next question. That's it. And then another guy. And asked, he wanted to say what he wanted to say was, "Look here, motherfucker. We lost his game. Blah, blah, fucking blah. asking that for next fucking question again from you." Yeah.
1: And then another guy. asked a question gotcha. uh, just
0: about the, you know, about
1: the, you know, the the, the uh challenges they used. and the next question that he was just
0: mad, okay? Don't you wish he was though, mad he would say what he wants to say. To me? Yeah, I'd be great. Or no, just to anyone. Just oh, to, to anyone, say yeah. he's always so guarded and really say what he wants the to say. The
1: weird part is like I I got like three texts from people right after that happened and they're like what was wrong with that question? I, said, I don't know, man. He's in a mood. I'll give. He him a was. Pass. He was going to say that question, and or I knew Patrick was pissed because oh, Patrick, yeah. generally, when you go in the locker room, is you know still checking his phone, not dressed, ready to go. He's you know he's in a towel, whatever. He was in his clothes, ready he, to fucking roll. When we got in that room, he had his his fucking fit on yeah. his backpack. He was the shower, you know, like a, the the George Costanza, the shower didn't take. He was showered, he was still sweating. He was just fucking, I'm getting the fuck out of here. Yeah. So but he can't go first. So he told Brad G, I'm ready. And Brad's like, Coach ain't gone yet. Yeah. You know, so Patrick left and he went, he was somewhere waiting for coach to go. So I had texted the guys, I said, it's gonna be coach, and Patrick is gonna be right after. There was no time. So a lot of times after coach, I'll know Patrick's not even close to come out. I'll, I'll try to go back in the locker room, or whatever. I was like, I ain't going back in there. And then Patrick, you know, said what he said right. after the game. And then you don't know how long it's going to be. And Rice was pretty quick afterwards. And then Chris Jones took a long
0: time. Of course. But like, so. Uh, that's when I tried to go back in there, but they right. said it
1: was close. Like, How's it fucking closed.
0: So I'm in the locker room gathering interviews while, while Lebo is in the interview room. And so then the locker room, like in that cooling off period, while they're making us wait out there for 15 minutes or so, players can hurry up and get ready. Escape. And there's a back exit, and they can just get the fuck out. And they don't ever have to see the media. A couple of the guys have to
1: go through. Um, they, will, they will be on um, the Chiefs official right. game social media feed thing with Mitch. So, like, they'll, they'll tell someone, hey, listen, you got to go out there and do that. So, a couple guys will go through there, and they do that right in front of those fans, too. So, it's kind of a fun thing. But everyone else, they go out the other door. Right. They're up that so, tunnel that you see the players walking down before the game, and they're in their cars, and they're gone.
0: We were waiting. Uh, one of the guys were waiting for us. obviously, we always wait for Kelsey. And uh, Trav, love him, takes for fucking ever to get dressed. Painstakingly slow. Well, right, was the one, two week Was that the Eagles game? So, yeah. After the Eagles. So, so he, he. Unless they put him at the podium this year, he ain't fucking talking. He talked He did talk briefly. 20 seconds after the Eagles the, game. After the, remember, he had the big fumble in the Eagles game. Yeah. He was fucking mad. And he was he was kind of, next question, no, yes, whatever else. See y'all. 30-some 30, 30 seconds gone. So, this week, he's, you know, he's he got his sweatpants on. He's getting everything on. Putting the earrings in. The jewelry is forever. And we're all fucking gathered around them, like ready just Lingering. to fucking attack. And it's weird because like, there's like you know, there's there's duffel bags of shoulder pads and towels laying around and helmets. Wild and- dogs ready to pounce on meat. And this is it, the one thing that's good about being short here. I can kind of get up and under, uh, and you know, and, and and get my hand in there with my phone and my extended microphone and get into a scrum because it ain't fucking easy. If you've got a big-ass camera and a microphone to lug around, it's hard for you to get, you know. Mm-hmm. And so it's just all about positioning. And, like, people are pretty cool. Like, sometimes I'll hold a microphone for somebody they can't get too close. Like, when we were talking to Willie Gay Jr., my man Dennis Evans grabbed my phone because he was up there first and, and held it up for me. So you, you try to help out someone when you can because uh, hopefully they'll help you out if, uh, if if they can. So, you know, and everyone's usually pretty cool in the locker room. And so, uh, so <laughs> finally... Uh, everyone's tired of waiting because then he's putting on some, some lotion. You got get your he's cream getting on. himself right. And fr- someone said, hey, 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 Chad, can we get 30 seconds And <laughs> with you? And he didn't even turn around. He goes, nope. And he turned around and goes, but y'all have a nice night. I said, okay. Bye-bye. And so the, now it's cause, but but what sucks is you're locked in there and you're frozen because – what you don't want to miss is Travis Kelsey talking. Yeah, And so, there, and like, I was like. Because he just made a crazy play that didn't count. Right, but it's, it's Travis Kelsey. I mean, that's not the time to ask about it. But then there's Mike Dana over there. And I'm like, fuck, I could get Mike Dana by myself for four minutes. And he's usually pretty good. And the reason I wanted to talk to Mike Dana because he was sitting next to Chris Jones when Chris Jones has a blow had his blow up. With the defensive Joe line Cullen, coach, yeah. Joe Cullen. So I want to say, hey, man, what were you seeing there? What's going on? He wouldn't have said anything, but he, he would have been pretty yeah. honest. Like, hey, you know, it's just emotional. But you can't do that because sure as shit, as soon as I would go over to Mike Dana, then Kelsey would start talking and I'd be fucking out and I couldn't get in there. And then Lee would go, why in the fuck didn't you get Kelsey? I said, get off my fucking back. I'm uh, yeah, doing the best right. I can. You're coming to me like this because I'm Mexican. I work doubly hard as everyone <laughs> fucking else around here. Don't criticize me. So you show and up late, late. you make me wait for my fucking meal and then ba 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 we ended up having a good meal. So anyway, Kelsey said no. So then then they probably kicked you all out of there. Not, no, then I still got like, oh, uh, Jet McKinnon. Yeah. Cuz Jet took a long fucking time and Jet had a, had a very interesting leather suit on. Yeah. Which was somewhat reminiscent of Eddie Eddie Murphy. Yeah, he was delirious you know? or raw. Yeah, right, he but, he had, but it was, you know, yeah. I'm thinking, man, that's a fucking hot ass suit. But anyway, that's fine. But then
1: he went out, and I saw him talking to, like, the Chiefs' official right. feed. So he must have been a guy who said, hey,
0: listen, you got to do all this shit. Yeah, today. and so Jet did talk. He was one of the only—Jet, the only two offensive guys that, that spoke that I saw was Jet and Wanya Morris. And so we got Jet, and then that was it. And so Cadareous they usually— Kadarius nowhere to be found. What's that? Kadarius Tony nowhere to Fuck be found. Fuck no. MVS was there for a while. MVS didn't want to talk. someone walked up to MVS and he said no. PJ walked up to him. PJ Green, my man. And I didn't see fucking Sky Moore anywhere. Much, much like the game. The game I didn't yeah. see him anywhere, um, and so it is what. It. Here, here's yeah. the deal. This
1: is, and we're not complaining no, about I'm just telling you what it is. This is how it works. This is the bad part about the job. The job is great. You get to go to the game. You get deep beef tips. You get to enjoy the fucking game. Good beef tips. All dude. that stuff is great. You're not paying money to go. You get to go down and see, and see different parts of it. It's fucking great. When they win, it's way better because yeah. everyone's happy. When they lose, and they've lost three times at home this year. It ain't that fucking happy. Yeah, and who wants to be especially, in that fucking locker
0: room talking to these guys after they're all pissed off? Especially, does, um, and, right? and, and, and listen, there's
1: more than one way to handle this shit, right? Um, plenty of people have made big mistakes and lost games and stood there and answered yeah. questions. So far, Kadarius Tony, after week one against Detroit, jetted, and they made him come to the podium that week, the next week, and answer right. some questions. And then this week, he ain't he was talking. not there. If it's up to him, he ain't talking. Yeah, so anyway, I'm not... I'm not Passing, you know, final judgment on anyone. It is what it I know, is. I know, this is a difficult thing for them to do. At my worst moment, I don't want people asking me why I fucked something up. You I'd know, like to ask you. Well, you, could, I mean, I, I've yeah. made mistakes for sure, but it's all kind of part of the entire game. All right, you get paid lots of money. You, you, you play in a publicly financed stadium. The town loves you. It's a public trust, and there's a little give and take. Yeah, you got to answer some questions here and there. You got to do this. Some of them are rules. Head coach has to talk. This many times a week, the coordinators have to be made available. The quarterback has to be made available after games. That's what it is. Everyone else, they have to kind of be around, but you you know you can't
0: make everyone stand there and answer answer questions. And like and like the number one thing that I cover here at eight ten, it's the Chiefs. You know, we talk about the Royals, we talk about college, We talk about the other things. The number one thing we cover it's the Chiefs. That's just how it is, right? And I think it's important. You know that's why I go up and spend you know a week, week and a half up in training camp, and go to several practices, and then get a chance to talk to the players. And that's why I'm glad this year I'm able to go to games and 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 do stuff. And and you know in past years go during the week and and get in the locker room because I think it's important to to build some type of relationship with these players and to be able to talk to them. So then when you're looking for someone to talk to and get some quotes from after the game. They, they at least know you a little bit or at least they trust you that they're, you're not out to fuck them or it's not a gotcha moment. And I, I, I have a pretty good rapport with several players in there. So it helps me do my job. And on Monday morning for a lot of people, then that's the you know, especially if it's a night game or, you know, a 325 game or a Sunday night game. Maybe sometimes the first thing they listen to is the morning show and. To hear, hear what fucking happened. Yeah, what happened, in, in some of the player interviews. So I think it's important. I like and I like doing it. I like hanging out with you and watching the game. But the hard part is fucking losing sucks. Right, the losing part sucks. Nobody, nobody fucking likes that. Listen, I've
1: I've I've been in the losing locker room during the regular season or
0: postseason is even fucking worse when it's over. Over that sucks. The only it's thing not fun that I don't fucking like about going out there is. Driving in and then having to wait and leave, but it's not that bad because driving in, we know where. The, we're, we don't fucking say it. We don't share this. We have media parking at an undisclosed location. We can get in there pretty good. We kind of know the window when the best time to go in. I'll, and, I'll tell you this: it's leaving, not right next to the stadium. Okay, no, it's there's not. nothing special about it's it. It's a good walk. Yeah, and then there's you know, then we leave walk and, by
1: our friends uh, who had the, uh, the 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 beer bong. It was a mannequin, right? It appeared to you this know, week they were playing. drank
0: beer out of a makeshift penis. They were, they were out of the mannequin. <laughs> what is that? Not a, right? Yeah, it was. And they Thank were you. they were playing a game this week
1: called Hoeshoes, not horseshoes, where they were throwing high heeled shoes in a milk crate.
0: I'm not saying this. Anyway, one of the I people. liked when they had the the mannequin. And the beer ball was his half a mannequin it's, was it's a It's even creepier than it's just a half a mannequin. You know, and, 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 you know, lo and behold, Todd's one of the spots that. Oh, I'm thirsty for a beer. They go, no, you're working. not true. Uh, <laughs> kind of true. I said, fill, fill it up with fucking, yeah. orange juice. <laughs> Can you put milk in it? Okay, so this is what we're doing. That's what we do. So then when I was done talking to Jet McKinnon or with, with a bunch of other members in media, that's when Brad G says, all right, guys, that's it. Locker room closed. So then we leave. Usually, by the time the locker room is closed, the podium interviews are done, mm-hmm. and so I get out there. And, and Sydney, another uh, fine member of the PR staff, I asked her. I said, "Are they done, or what's going on?" She goes, "There's nobody in there right now, but they're still waiting on Chris Jones." So okay. So then I well now hey that's the best of both worlds. I was worlds. I was yeah, I was, was in the locker all. room, and I get a podium interview. So I get in there, sit next to you, where my Your bag worked, is.
1: Uh, I mean. I, most of the star guys had not even come back in. There was a
0: right. It was pretty light. There in wasn't there that it, many people in there for Chris Jones. Matt was in there. Matt Derrick was in there. And so and PJ Green and Steve Walls, me and, and you. All the camera people. And so we're so we're waiting for Chris Jones. Here comes Chris Jones, and he's talking about the loss. And somebody had, like one of the the, the main thing you got to ask him is about the shouting back and forth between him, defensive line coach Joe Cullen, which led Joe Cullen to take his Microsoft. Surface Surfacing. and fucking throw it to the ground. I'd like to know if that surface was still working afterwards. And who picks because that up? I think that's a fucking good commercial. Is that what a, a defensive right? quality analyst does? If he picks that up and if you're a Microsoft fucking ad person, like hey, let's find works. out that thing's still working and that's a commercial you know what? The defensive line coach gets pissed off, he throws the surface down and it's still working. That'd be great. Anyway, sales pitch. Those are the things I think about. So Chris Jones is asked, was asked that. Oh fuck, there's my question. So we're in, I'm, I'm thinking of, I'm, there's other things I wanted to ask him, right? And as I'm thinking about this, I get my phone out because I like to at least record some of it. And, you know, if we, I'm going to ask a question, record it, and then can, I can post the video. It's content. At 810, right? So I've, got, I've already got my phone out and it's recording. And I believe we're playing this live on the postgame show. And fucking something happens. Some loud noise Some clanging, and I hear a metallic clang above us. It might have been like okay, Mackenzie Nelson was in there. Yeah, but I, Mick but I heard said, someone Schaefer says it wasn't her. I don't know who gasped. Someone, you know, ah, you know Maybe it was Sydney. I don't know. But I heard things I didn't know what the fuck was going and on. Chris Jones looks up like And I'm and, and I don't know what's ha- I don't know what's happening. We have and video I put my arm it. up like this, and then and 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 part of the ceiling fucking falls down on us. And so I... I'm, right on I'm, to We can us. play this video now, and here it is. And then...
1: Uh,
0: sides, man. I feel it. Same thing I said. Like, y'all have a good day. So then the fucking part of the... See, I don't know what's going on. Like, there's a big metal piece.
1: It's a half a cylinder. You saw it in the video there. It had fallen. It never hit us. I think it... What happened is it fell... The ceiling is a drop ceiling and there there is it maybe goes up twenty feet because we're under the stadium so oh, wow. it will angle up like
0: this. Like this the seating but bolt, it so was not just, just a fucking ceiling tile, some heavy a heavy piece of this, fucking metal. This metal I think fell this from big. high above, hit
1: just exactly perfect in the middle of the ceiling right. tile, good. and it's just great. sprung You're in good. loose because the ceiling tile we're straight, we're isn't good. like our ceiling tile. So this was held in two little clips. We are right. it just I, fell. I, I got, got that on camera, t- dude. The ceiling tile fell on us where we had our hands up. I will give. I will give uh, credit to Basecamp Fitness for giving me the strength to raise my arms and shatter this ceiling tile. And then the metal piece. Luckily, no one was right in front of us. I believe it slid down the ceiling tile and went to the row in front something of us.
0: Something bounced off my arm because so I went like this because I got a fucking boxer's reflexes. Dang. I'm fat. I'm fucking out of shape. But by God, if I see something, I fucking put it up like that and I fucking took it off my in my. I had shit all over my arms. So something hit my arm, but I don't know. In my was, mind, that's asbestos. In my mind, something came after Todd Lee, but I protected him. Shit. And I might have saved his fucking life. Maybe he ain't even sitting here. Right now, if not for me, I think That's the we, way I, I look think that white stuff was asbestos. Whatever, okay, I don't care what the fuck it was. Something happened, and then so Chris Jones goes, and PG Green was there, and he he was, he was st- laughing st- at
1: us. Steve Walls bailed out. Steve Walls jumped. He's like, I'm not getting hit. He by jumped this ship. Thing. That's fine. That's I, But I didn't know what was happening. So then uh, Chris Jones is though like I
0: I, I not He's like I feel the same way or something. Says, I feel the same Goodbye. way about this day or whatever. Yeah. And he goes, and y'all have left. a great night. You know, gone. you have a good night, and just fucking because the interview wasn't over, the press yeah, we're only wasn't over. Two minutes over. in, so it was a couple right. more but questions. It was very opportunistic from Chris Jones
1: to just leave. It's a, you know, a comedian. You tell that good joke, and you walk off. Yeah, Chris Jones saw that shit. I'm out. He
0: dropped the mic. Dropped the mic. I'm gone. Well, at that point, how do you know there's more fucking students not going to fall? And I'll don't say don't this:
1: several people from Chiefs, uh, the facilities people, came by, made sure everyone was okay, None and of all they, that. Not not one member of the Hunt family came, came to check on us. Oh, well, they they were long gone.
0: Could they, could they have come to check on I'll us? I'll tell you
1: what. That shit fucking fell down? When, yeah. Like, I mean, seriously, like Clark Hunt was right there and Gracie Hunt was right. like two feet away from me. That would have been something. If, if that piece Andy, of metal would have oh, hit your head? Shit. Oh, it would have cut me
0: to the quick. So I would have bled like a sieve. So I don't fucking know. I mean, there's, I mean, is there... Mentally, am I able to go back into that interview room and ask questions not thinking about is the ceiling going to fucking fall on me?
1: I've had plenty of bad things Isn't happen Isn't that pain to me and suffering? In that interview room.
0: Yeah. I keep going back. But guess back. what's going to be in the back of your mind at all times? Is that ceiling going to fall down on Here's you? Here's the thing. Maybe I should never go in there without you to protect that's me. That's right. Now, see, that's what I'm talking about.
1: I'm in there alone. That's what I'm talking about. Unprotected. And so, I, like, so after the Broncos game, about five feet back and to the left, apparently there was a water pouring out, and it just poured through one of the ceiling tiles on think that, you that th- Thursday night. And I was not there that night.
0: You think the Chiefs are doing this to, to try to fucking show people they need some upgrades at Arrowhead? Maybe so. This this metal looked new though. It right. didn't look like some 1970 fucking two metal. Some people said it was Kadarius Tony up there trying to get out of Arrowhead. <laughs> Other people said that it was Patrick Mahomes through his helmet. I mean, there's all kinds of shit. It could have been the Microsoft,
1: Microsoft Service right. reverberation. Joe Cullen's
0: fucking throwing shit at people. I it mean, was I,
1: weird. <sighs> I've never um I've never had that happen. During a press conference, I've seen like light things fall over
0: and shit right. happen. You know what I mean? But I, but like that a was, piece of the building
1: fall down. And then
0: I've, uh, I I posted the video and I just said at the end, I got that on camera, dude. I didn't, I guess I didn't get the actual tile falling, but I got all what was happening. Yeah, there I are a couple of smart ass people on phone. Oh, you, you said you got it on camera to get anything. Shut the fuck up. I got it from my perspective and what I saw. Okay, and I got it recorded. That's that's fucking getting it. The TV
1: cameras okay? that are in the back of the room had a better angle of the tile falling, because so, they were in the back of the room. So we the were underneath it.
0: Are, you didn't get it. You know what? What I would like you to do, if if you could, is go home later, get a big plate, and then eat shit. That's what you can do. Okay, because I did my fucking best. I didn't know what the fuck was going on, but I got. I apparently my video was good enough. To where ESPN contacted me and asked me for permission, and also NFL Films has asked me for permission to use it on Inside the NFL. And so finally, maybe we've made Inside the NFL. Yeah, well, they don't care about us. We're uh, just they we're care just, about us. We're just people. They care more about the ceiling tile. Right. That's right. And then so maybe people. What a su- night, though, huh? People are suggesting that the sky really is falling at Arrowhead. That's what it felt like. And it was, and then it was more like, don't sit next to me because
1: I'm. They don't like me. Whatever. Do you think they, Andy did that to try to hurt you? They don't like PJ either, so we shouldn't have been sitting maybe so close should. Maybe other. I should sit in another row. You should maybe distance yourself from us.
0: Well, I don't know what to tell you. Is that the weirdest thing that's ever
1: happened to you in a press conference? That's the weirdest thing that's happened to me uh, in one of those press conferences. I've seen some weird shit in press conferences, you know, but.
0: Do you think they're going to use the, the video on uh, Inside the NFL? They said they'll credit my Twitter handle, at SSJWHB. They should. X. But do you think it'll make it? It should. If you're the producer, you put it was in there. It the end of the fucking night. ESPN, All this happened,
1: all this yelling, and then the fucking the, the, the sky fell well, in. Was it on
0: ESPN? I don't know if they used it. I don't know if they I haven't seen it. I haven't seen, I haven't seen it. I don't well, know. Fuck.
1: I don't know. I'm just glad we survived. Right. Well, you owe me. You owe me. And by the way, I think if you checked the video... You keep doing this. Your camera was in your right hand. I don't know. The left hand, right hand. Your story's not adding up. That's how quick my fucking hands are, Your story's
0: not adding up now. That's how quick my did You you might have been cowering a little bit. Maybe I saved you. Did ass leave seat? No. Steve Walls fucking dove out of the fucking way. Ass never left seat. Your ass never left the seat. He's a little more athletic than both of us as well. Says you. (laughs) Younger. Right, well, I feel like everyone's younger and PJ more. He just grabbed coming. the ceiling tile and fucking threw it over to the He's right. He's a fucking, you know what? He's a real one. The three of us are fucking real ones. We didn't back down from nothing. I ain't scared of no ceiling tile. Chris, yeah, there's there's not a ceiling tile in town that I'm scared of. And then Chris, <laughs> that was the best part about Chris Jones. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's pretty feel much the how same you about today. Time. Yep. yep. You, guys, you all have a good night. Bye. Bye. Because guess what? Most players that come in there are looking for a way to get the fuck out of that interview.
1: You just drop it every time, especially after a game. They don't oh, want to talk well, about. Well, after it. the losses, yeah, that's the bad part. So See now, the Chiefs win now. Maybe the Chiefs will get hot now.
0: So now the next two home games are on holidays. Well, New Year's Day of New Year's Eve, mm-hmm. and then Christmas Day. Christmas. And then uh, they're still going to have a home playoff. Yeah, game. they should. Or 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 two. Or, or they, could have, Who knows.
1: they could have. They could have.
0: They uh, could have. Um, have it all. One seed still. Like, who and knows? They can do all that. They can have a could They can do whatever. Yeah. It's all on the table. But the point is, whatever happens, we'll be there. You and there better want be. Want him sealer. on that wall. I don't think you want me you there. You
1: need him on that wall. For Todd
0: Lebo, my name is Stephen St. John. That's a short and sweet, but very informative episode of Hot Mic with SSJ. Until next episode, the microphone is off.